0: Hi hey everybody, happy Wicked Wednesday and welcome to Shivers. Today we're talking about horror genre as a whole. Why do some people love it and why do some people hate it so much that they protest it? Horror is the outlawed genre of cinema, barely even getting their rightful spot in these cinematic award ceremonies like the Oscars. Horror films entertain us and provoke us. They put society under a microscope, making us question what we fear and why we fear it. Horror stories are built around the fear of threats we know exist, but cannot stop. Horror makes us ask and answer questions we don't otherwise bring up, but can be brought up and analyzed through a campfire story and in the fun of watching characters play out a scene. Characters that we end up empathizing with as we continue to watch. Horror movies are distorted mirrors and show us the sides of ourselves that we may not want to confront. These movies can help us love ourselves more by allowing us to be vulnerable enough to dig deep and figure out who we really are. These movies and stories can illuminate areas about ourselves that can help us work through our issues and learn to love each other better. What would we do when fear overpowers our ability to be reasonable? How violent would we become to survive in the instance of, let's say, a zombie apocalypse? How scary is it to just be honest with ourselves about what we're capable of? Pattern recognition establishes in the brain at a very young age and is key to any good horror movie. We try to make sense of the uncomfort of something not fitting in. And so we psychologically get frightened before logic sets in and makes sense of what is causing the pattern to go awry. This is the same reason why racism exists or one of many reasons. It's the idea of someone looks a lot like you but is not the same pattern. And that makes people uncomfortable and fearful unless you let logic tell you that they're just like you. This subtle horror idea hones in on this feeling. Horror movies help us see who in society chooses fight or flight. The people who say, no, I will never see movies like this ever again, versus the idea of I'm terrified, but can't wait for the next one. Some research indicates that people with a higher sensation seeking trait, a stronger need for experiencing thrill and excitement, tend to seek out and enjoy horror related experiences more. Those with a lower sensation seeking trait may find those experiences unpleasant and avoid them. Getting into the genres themselves, let's start with the most common, which is the slasher. Golden age of slashers was from 1978 to 1984. This is where the killer becomes the star. It tells us about our fears and secret desires. The viewer cares enough about these characters and roots for them when their innocence turns into survival, making us want to identify with them and give them the advice to say, don't go in there. This shows that we have and need social connections through empathy. We root for these characters because we want to believe that they are stronger than we think we are. We think we would be able to survive against a killer or against zombies. On the opposite side, killers don't care, and we crave that feeling of carelessness for others and just our responsibilities in general. A lot of slashers are based off of loss and grief, and they all start with some traumatic event to get the viewer connected. I think about Friday the 13th of Jason drowning and the mother being able to move on with her life knowing that her child is dead. That's how we kick off the movie. This mix of terror and empathy creates the formula for connecting with and rooting for characters. Slasher movies create an outlet for us to experience something demented while being in a safe environment. It helps us also deal with the fear of death by saying, I'm simply glad that my death will not be that bad. People who dislike slasher films typically avoid slasher flicks because they have intense and negative reactions to stress. They often have a really strong startle response, so when something scares them psychologically or physiologically, they react very strongly. It's in their biology and it's in their brain. Some of the most hated films in the slasher genre are, a lot of them are from the 1980s. One in particular is a movie called Maniac and people were protesting outside of this film saying it was distasteful and it was a film against women, but 90% of the people who were protesting did not stay until the end. It's very easy to judge a book by its cover with the slasher films and the horror films in general, but make sure you listen to the whole story and watch the whole thing. The next genre to talk about are clowns. Many people dislike clowns. It's one of the highest fears in the world, and this is why. We know that there's a human underneath the wig and makeup, but there is still something unnatural and monstrous and inhuman about them. They present themselves to the public as goofy, but on the other hand, we know it's all an act. You don't know their identity or their intentions, and when you had in their accessibility to children, that really ramps up the level of unease around them. This idea of when did clowns go bad is the wrong question. They're just people, and people always have an evil side to them. but. In general, people choose to ignore it. You slap on a mask and you have the power to make people react to you. Clowns at a rodeo or a carnival are fine because they're meant to be there. Clowns in your backyard holding a meat cleaver are not meant to be there and therefore are terrifying because they're venturing outside of their own pattern. You're not supposed to be here. Going back to that pattern recognition that we talked about that is innately in all of us. A lot of people, again, back in the 80s and early 90s absolutely despised the original IT film. Even now, the remake of IT, IT Chapter 2. Many people hate Pennywise because of how creepy he is, even though he really doesn't do a whole lot of talking. But it's this idea of clowns boring in children boring in people with their colors and their fun and all of this stuff. Even look at the clown Twisty in American Horror Story. People hated him and thought he was so scary, but... He, on the other hand, is just somebody who's a little misunderstood. There's two sides of the coin, just kind of like everything. The next genre is the possession genre. These movies represent the nightmare of being taken over by a sinister force that reflects the horror of mental illness and the fear of losing yourself. It questions the power of the sides of good versus evil, knowing that vulnerability can be taken advantage of, and no one is exempt. security serving as an illusion. The spirits possessing these innocent and vulnerable souls are most times demons, which originate from Catholicism and represent spirits living and reigning under Satan or the devil. Demons are effective scare tactics for religious people because rather than Freddy Krueger chasing you, a character that's obviously fake, Catholics have been told their whole lives that demons are real and can mess with you and your life if you let temptation in and live your life through sin. Some of the most hated films in this genre are The Last Exorcism, which came out in the 2000s or 2010s. Many people hated this because it was really highlighting a young girl in a barn, and it was it was hard to watch. The colors, the ability of her to do the halfway backbend, it's creepy. Um, The same thing goes for The Exorcist. It's these very young girls who are being possessed and mutilated by a demon or the devil and it's uncomfortable to watch and a lot of people have a problem with that and again it goes back to this idea of a lot of people who are practicing catholics truly do believe in demons so they see these types of movies and take it as fact that these things can happen and these things do happen so many people have issues with the possession genre in general the next genre to talk about are ghosts and hauntings Scarier than ghosts is being in a family that is scary or harmful, like The Shining. Also, the ability to not communicate with anybody is scarier than a ghost, like The Sixth Sense. Ghost stories relate to the idea of loss and how to cope with it. It helps us cope with the idea of where did they go? It's the idea that the house or land is haunted, not the family or one specific person, like in a possession. The house or land can act as a possession vice, forcing families to stay or seeing spirits manipulating scenarios like the haunting of Hill House. Rather than it being a force inside of oneself like possession movies, haunted houses act as a force inflicting negativity upon someone externally, such as a manipulative relationship with a promise that the other person will get better if you just stay. Sometimes an entire entire town can be considered haunted and can influence the residents of the town. It may even entice outsiders to come join the community with a false sense of purpose and freedom, kind of like a cult. All haunted house movies poke at the illusion that is comfort and safety. No matter who you are, remember that life is short and your house won't keep you safe. Supernatural forces can terrorize you as equally as your own family. Your house won't keep you safe from inescapable death. Haunted houses are ideal settings for horror movies because you have no idea what's going on inside of your neighbor's house. Is it a home or is it a prison? Sometimes this feeling alone evokes the same sense as a toxic relationship or bad upbringing for watchers that cause people to hate haunted house movies without even knowing why. Simply stated, the feelings evoked are triggering some consciousness around the world for everybody. Some movies that people really dislike are the Amityville Horror House. This is a true haunted house in Amityville and it's this idea of a new family putting all of their money into a home and the house is haunted and they have nowhere to go. They have nothing to do. They are stuck in this house because financially they can't leave. The haunting in Connecticut is very similar, but it's this idea of seeing spirits, not really believing your family, thinking that people are against you because you're all trapped under the same roof. And there's a lot of people who just don't like those type of movies. Another reason why you might not like these type of movies is you may have someone in your family or someone that you know who has passed and you just really can't come to terms with the fact that they're gone so watching these movies is a reminder that they're no longer human and they're no longer with you and a lot of people don't want to face that the last genre to talk about today is my absolute favorite personal favorite this is the psychological horror genre psychological horror is a subgenre of horror in general and psychological fiction which focuses particularly on mental, emotional, and psychological states to frighten, disturb, or unsettle its audience. Another area underneath psychological horror is torture, or what a lot of people call torture porn. This represents the war on terror in the United States. It shows that people themselves are scary enough. These type of movies serve as a test for oneself of can you really stand to watch? Can you handle it? Because you can't look away. For the movie Hostel in particular, as an example, this is more about how much the viewer can actually watch. We hate to see privilege, so we root against it. And we want the Americans in the movie to die because we say, you think you really rule the world because you're just simply living in it and you're a young white person? Well, you don't, and that can't save you. It's disgusting and brutal, but it does happen in real life showing once again that the real world is much scarier than a simple movie. For this sake alone, torture and psychological horror films are some of the most hated of all time, saying, why do I have to sit here and watch? Let me just watch a romantic comedy instead. It's the idea of ignorance as bliss. If you don't go on the dark web and see people getting beheaded, then it's not actually happening. In reality, it is. And I would argue that it is our duty to be aware and in the know of what people are capable of what we're capable of, and where is our tipping point of turning into a potential victim or killer? The idea of using common sense to stay alive. I'll talk about it time and time again, but I absolutely love the Saw franchise. Very excited for Saw 10, which I'll be seeing next week. But in the Saw films, so many people can't get past all of the blood and the gore that comes with it. The story underneath is so much deeper and is vengeance at its core. And it's the idea of wanting people to take accountability for their actions and say, why, why would you treat people like this? Why would you act like this? If someone did this to you, you would freak out. So I absolutely love saw and I think if you get past all of the blood and gore, and truly listen, then you'll be able to hear. Another PS kind of just add to this whole list in general is the idea of women and children in horror movies when the first child died in a horror movie when the first woman died in a horror movie it was a huge uproar it's this idea that women and children lumped together are these innocents and men are supposed to save them from killers and slashers and not be part of the problem but in reality that is true so women and children in horror movies have come a very long way we have Children of the Corn, we have movies like Sinister, um, different movies like that, and women and children have become true powerhouses in the genre, but people still have a lot of problems with them. That is it for our list. Thank you for listening to today's Wicked Wednesday. Check out some of the motives and inspirations behind your favorite stories and movies and think about why you like some of them and maybe dislike some others. The Shivers Meetup page is up and running and will be visiting a number of Halloween haunts this October all throughout the East Coast. Check out the page and be sure to join to be part of the spooky events and more conversations like this.